Yeah. Up here is okay? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ما بعد respected elders Dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we are incredibly blessed to live in a land where we enjoy many gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we must always be grateful to Allah azza wa jalla for all of His bounties, all of His gifts, and all of His blessings. As we have discussed before, among these gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the opportunities and the facilities for education, for our children, for our youth, for adults that are not available in many parts of the world. But even though there are many positives and there is much to be grateful for, there are some significant challenges that children and youth face in school. And this challenge is one that is not only limited to children and youth, but is also a struggle for some adults as well. And this major challenge is the rise in bullying. According to the Canadian Institutes of Health Research, 38% of adult males and 30% of adult females reported having experienced occasional or frequent bullying during their school years. Nearly half, 47% of Canadian parents report having a child who is a victim of bullying. 40% of Canadian workers experience bullying on a weekly basis. Research also shows that children who are victims of bullying are more likely to experience mental health issues which tend to continue into adulthood. They are prone to having health complaints, having decreased academic achievement, and suicide is also becoming a major issue. Every now and then we come across very tragic instances of children who are either violently attacked at school or who are being bullied and intimidated to the point where they feel that they have no options and they have no hope. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect them. May Allah azza wa jal protect all of our children. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. Those who engage in bullying are more likely to abuse drugs in adolescence and as adults, more likely to engage in violent criminal behavior, more likely to be abusive towards their spouses, 
or towards their children as adults. Even children who witness bullying as bystanders are more likely to experience harmful effects such as increased use of tobacco or other drugs, increased mental health challenges, and missing and skipping school. Adult bullying can also have severe negative effects on adults, impacting their self-esteem and their self-worth, their confidence, their ability to work productively, and causing stress and anxiety. So what is bullying? Bullying is hurtful behavior that is repetitive and intentional. So these are key characteristics of bullying, that it's repetitive and it is intentional by an individual or a group towards another. This could include physical violence, name-calling, mocking, intimidation, control, and especially in girls, lesser uh, forms, meaning which are not so violent, but nonetheless having the same or similar negative impacts, such as silent treatment, and spreading rumors, social alienation, and ostracism. Right. So on the face of it, it may not be very apparent in terms of you know, actual aggression and physical violence, but these other forms of bullying, which again are more prevalent in girls, can also have similarly devastating and negative effects on the victims. Cyberbullying, of course, is greatly on the rise, and that includes sending or posting or sharing negative or harmful false, mean content about someone else. It can include sharing personal or private information about someone with uh, the intent of causing embarrassment or humiliation. Oftentimes, bullies pick on children because they are different. Because of their name, perhaps. Their skin color. Their accent. Their religion or perhaps the way they dress, right? the type of food that they eat at lunch, right? how they smell, so on and so forth. Or they will make up these things, even if they are not actually true. It's important to note that the problem is not with the one being bullied. The problem is, the one, is with the one who is bullying. So changing oneself to please bullies usually doesn't solve the problem because they just end up finding something else. So the problem is them and not the victim. And it's very important to remember that as we continue this discussion and as we try to deal with this challenge. Those who engage in bullying are oftentimes victims themselves who perhaps have suffered through bullying at some point. It doesn't make it right but it helps us understand the problem better. That when children are bullying others, especially children are bullying other children, there's a good chance that they themselves have been bullied. And therefore, this is their defense mechanism. 
Sometimes they lack attention or come from broken homes or families in crisis or were abused and feel a lack of control. So they try to make up for that by controlling others. Or perhaps they themselves are afraid of being bullied. And this is why we sometimes find that there are children from within the community, children who you would think you know, are more likely to be victims of bullying, who are actually the bullies themselves. Because they want to be a part of a strong group to protect themselves. You may actually have a bully in your home without realizing it. This is something that I learned dealing with youth, dealing with teens in our community, talking to them and realizing that, mashallah, you know, we have a great, of, a great group of children and youth, and I'm very proud of the good that they do, mashallah, and I know it's not easy. It's not easy for anyone, for any young person in today's society, in today's environment, to be different and to be a Muslim. Right? And to have values that are perhaps somewhat or sometimes different than the accepted norms in society. And this goes for any child or any youth or any individual really who stands out or who is different in some way. So I have great love and respect and admiration for our youth. So it came as a bit of a shock to me to realize that some of the instances of bullying that are occurring in our schools are actually coming from some of those very same youth that I am interacting with and I'm, that I'm dealing with. And that is when I realized that perhaps the reason behind that is that they themselves are concerned about being bullied and therefore align themselves and form groups where they feel strong and where they feel protected. And in order to protect themselves, go out and bully others, which of course is wrong. So whatever the reasons, understanding and talking about the reasons does not mean that we are trying to justify the behavior. And this goes with any type of unacceptable behavior. Understanding does not equal justification. So whatever the reasons, bullying is always wrong, whether it involves children, youth, or adults. It is also clear that the current approach of trying to discipline bullies through various methods at school is simply not working. The approach that the schools take, right, or have been taking, in most cases, is not really working. And you will hear cases where parents will say, and we're hearing about them, sadly, more and more recently, that they went to the school, they sought help, they spoke to the teachers, they spoke to the principal, and perhaps there would be some action and some improvement, but then the behavior would continue. It is also a problem, my brothers and sisters, and we must realize this, that we all have a role to play in. As the Prophet said, Help your brother, whether he is the oppressor or the oppressed. And of course the companions asked that yes, we understand how to help the oppressed, but how do we help the oppressor? And the Prophet said, 
to remove their hand from oppression. So help the oppressed by aiding them against the oppression, but also help the oppressor in reforming their behavior, in rectifying their behavior, in getting them to stop their oppression and their aggression. Or at least, if it's not possible, or if it's not within our control to get them to stop completely, at least to minimize that type of harmful behavior. Now we don't have enough time, unfortunately, to have a detailed discussion and inshallah we will, I hope to have a more uh, a detailed, uh, in-depth discussion on this matter soon, inshallah. But for now, I would just like to share a few points. So first of all, for everyone, so regardless of whether our children or someone we know or we ourselves are being bullied, or whether we don't know anyone, who was in that situation. Let us work, first of all, on building empathy and compassion in ourselves, in our children, and those around us. Teach them, teach ourselves and teach our children about being a mercy for others, about being a positive presence, a merciful presence, regardless of which situation or in which environment we are in. To teach and to practice, to always come to the assistance of those who are being wronged and those who are in need. Be a living example of it. That when you see someone in trouble, when you see someone who is in pain, when you see someone who is struggling, whether it's a a senior, trying to load their groceries into their car, right? or not being able to cross the street, cross the road, a busy intersection, in time. Right? Or we come across, or we, we happen to be the first ones on the scene of a car crash, right? or any other tragedy. We see someone who is hungry and seeking help, that we respond. Right? So building empathy and compassion is critical. And it's not just limited to human beings. And this is what we learn from the teachings of the Prophet ﷺ, that even care and compassion for animals. So whenever we have, when we show empathy and compassion towards the creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we practice that, and we emphasize that to our children, that inshaAllah will make them into more empathetic and compassionate beings, who inshaAllah will not become bullies, or will think twice before becoming bullies, and will stand up for anyone who is being bullied. Bystanders are present in 90% of cases of bullying. This is what the research shows. And can often stop bullying within 10 seconds if they choose to intervene. If a person chooses and takes a stand and says that, no, this is wrong, leave him or her alone, don't do that. You can be a better person. You don't need to do this. So standing up against such behavior and being inclusive when you notice that someone is being left out can really go a long way in, in, in addressing or nipping this problem in the bud before it actually grows and starts impacting an individual. Reminding ourselves and reminding our children of the Quranic injunction 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us not to ridicule one another. Perhaps the person we are thinking of ridiculing is better than us in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to defame one another. Not to call each other offensive nicknames. Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about this in the Quran with a clear injunction. And Allah Azza wa Jalla tells us that those who do not repent are truly from the wrongdoers, from the oppressors. And this entire verse is really talking about words. There's no mention there, there's no apparent mention there of physical aggression. It's all about words telling us that the way we deal with one another, the way we behave towards one another, the types of words that we choose to address others with, can cause us, can lead us to become wrongdoers and oppressors in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thirdly, building resiliency. Right. So, teaching, problem-solving skills, right? how to address a problem, how to tackle a problem, any problem that we face, because we know it's a fact of life that we will be, and our children will be, and every single human being who steps on the face of this earth will have to deal with challenges, will have to deal with struggles. This is the nature of this dunya. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make oppression okay. But it's a reality, right? So problem-solving skills, how to deal with challenges, stress management skills, right. emotional control. So these are things that have to be taught. Right. They're shown through example, but they also need to be taught. A major, major part of this is acceptance and love and compassion at home. If our children do not feel accepted at school or out there, and if they come home, they also feel that they either don't belong or that it's not a safe place for them, right? a place where they can seek refuge, then where are they going to go? If the home is not a place where they get love and compassion, and they're not getting it elsewhere, where do we expect them to get it from? That doesn't mean that we spoil our children. It doesn't mean that we let them walk all over us. Right. You can be a guide and be a coach. You can give a good tarbiyah and do it with love and compassion. Right. And as our children grow older, they become youth. Perhaps they express to us that they don't want to be treated in the same way. They don't desire expressions of love and compassion. But actually they do, they just don't want to admit it. They do. They like it. But they don't want to admit it. Because they're growing and they're changing. Right? And you cannot continue to deal with our children in the same way when they grow older as we are used to dealing with them when they're younger. But they still need and desire the same things. Applaud their courage in speaking to you if they speak to you about this. And tell them that it is not their fault. It is not their fault. If someone abuses you, someone harasses you, assaults you, bullies you, 
It is not your fault. The fault lies solely on the oppressor and the person who is committing that act. Being supportive and positive and encouraging the good in them. You know, the realities of parenting lead us to often find problems, find shortcomings, and address those. Isn't that true? Right? That we notice that when our child does something wrong, that is when we really pay attention because we feel that is when they require our attention. So what happens, a lot of our interactions are about challenges, about struggles, and they're negative. But it's extremely important that we be supportive and positive as well. That we find anything that is positive right, and encourage that and appreciate that. Right? So positive encouragement is so important. Right? Shutting down our children, our youth, right? and lowering their self-esteem. Right? And making them feel like they can't do anything or nothing that they do can satisfy you is not a recipe for success. So there's a delicate balance there. Positive encouragement, but at the same time, you know, trying to raise awareness or bringing up areas where perhaps they can improve or they need to improve. We all need improvement. We've all gone through struggles when we were young. We've all rebelled in some way. Every single person has, has gone through that, almost everyone. Right? So that positive support and encouragement is extremely important and finding their strengths and allowing them to grow in their strengths. Everyone has strengths and weaknesses. Right? If we keep focusing on the weaknesses, those strengths are never going to come out. And they're not going to get an, a, an opportunity right, to feel positive and feel like they are actually able to get something right and are able to do something good. Right? So it's extremely important we find those strengths and we allow them opportunities to be able to build those strengths because that has a deep impact on self-esteem and how about how they feel about themselves. For those who are being bullied, right, they need even more love and compassion. They need their parents to be calm, right, to be a calm and reasoned voice of support. And to be an advocate for them. Right? And again, problem-solving skills, so brainstorming, possible solutions, focusing on the future, helping them to see beyond these, these few instances or the few, these few years. Right, with an eye on the future. To tell them that we trust them and we believe in their strength, that they can do this, that they can make it through, that they do have the inner strength. Emphasizing you know, spiritual sources of strength, dua, ayatul kursi, bismillahilladhi Three times in the morning, three times in the evening. Uh, reciting Al-Mu'awwidatayn, Surah Al-Falaq, Surah Al-Nas. Getting them to recite it, blowing it upon them, making dua for them. Uh, reframing negative experiences. Right? So say, okay, this is something that is negative that has happened or is happening. How can we challenge these emotions? Right? How can we reframe this experience and turn it into a source of strength? a source of learning, of understanding why people behave in this way, and perhaps becoming an advocate for those who, have got, who are going through the same thing. Right? So channel, channeling the energy that comes from a negative experience and turning it into something positive.
And finally, I would say making changes if needed. Right? If something is not working and it's getting worse, do not ignore it. Do not ignore it and have a serious evaluation of what your options are and what changes you can make. And most importantly, making lots of dua and reassuring them that in the end, there will be ultimate justice. There will be ultimate justice. And sooner or later, they will come out as winners, insha'Allah. With hardship comes ease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us this. More than once, two times. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our children from all forms of oppression and bullying. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify those who are engaged in bullying. May Allah azza wa jal make our schools and our society a place of safety and a place of respect for all. May Allah azza wa jal protect our children and our youth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase them in iman. May Allah azza wa jal uh, grant them safety at all times in this world and in the hereafter. Ameen wa akhmar dawan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Just a reminder that the time will be changing uh, this Sunday, inshaAllah. So the